Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. We want to pray, pray that he will fill you up. Ask the Lord to fill you up. Ask him to fill you up. Ask him to fill Rebando loho shatala majanda fill me up god bele mo shatala babende rebende lebele lebele lift up your hands ask him ask him he said if we were evil we know how good how to give good gift to our children how much more will the heavenly father not give us the holy spirit now demand all of us lebele 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 we can bele mo shatala lebele lebele bende lebele 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 my god release your fresh presence of God. Release the fresh presence of God over your people, over your church. Release, release, release. Be hungry, be hungry. Be hungry for the Holy Spirit. For them and they shall be filled. Be hungry for it. Be hungry for it. Pray for your Holy Spirit. We pray for your divine presence. We pray for infilling of the Holy Spirit. A revival, a revival, a revival of God all across this land. A revival in your people. Lift up your hands and pray. Lift up your hands and pray. Just close your eyes before God and pray. Receive, receive it. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Receive the fresh presence of the Holy Spirit. My God, my God, let there be a running over. Let there be a running over. Let there be a running over. You cannot stand drive. 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 You cannot stand Fill me up, I want to run over. Fill your church, fill your people. Fill me up till I overflow. I want to run over. I want to run Person, hold hold somebody's hand by your side. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. The disciples were told never to leave until the Holy Ghost comes. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the 
not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. It is not by might, it is not by power. And so the Holy Spirit, and so the Holy Spirit, so the presence of the Holy Spirit over your life and over your Christian life, that you will never be the same again, that you will never be the same again. Pray yourself, and so the Holy Spirit, and so the outpouring, and so the outpouring, that my God open the heavens, open the heavens over your church, revive your church again, revive oh God them that are weak, them that need the Holy Spirit, for it's not by might, it's not by power, but by your spirit, for without you we can do nothing, God fill us oh God, fill us oh God, fill us oh God, until there is an overflow, in every life in this church, in every member of the church, let there be an overflow, let there be an overflow, oh God, Heavenly Father, we bless your name this morning. We give you worship, Lord. Just lift up your hands before him. Lift up your hands before him. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Move in this place, move in this place, move in this place. Restore your people, restore your people. Let there be a revival in this sanctuary. Let there be a revival. Revive every dead life, oh God. Because by your spirit, by your spirit, by your spirit, by your spirit, oh God. Breathe into us, breathe into us, oh God. Bread of life, bread of life. Rabban the gaze and the baby. Rebecca Yaka yes and the baby. Manda Baba 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 Baba. Let God send the we bless your name. We bless you. 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 We bless you, God. We bless you for who you are. We bless your God for being with us, oh God. Revive every life. I pray. I pray for the grace of the revival. Anoint our heads with oil. 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 Just as it was said of Sivim, the city was a mouthful of the spirit. May we be filled with the Holy Spirit. May we be filled with the Holy Spirit. May we be filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh yes, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. Oh yes, Before the Lord. Lift up your hands before the Lord. Father, with our hands lifted up as a sign of desperation, we ask for your Holy Spirit. We ask for your Holy Spirit. We ask for your Holy Presence. We ask for your Holy Presence, Lord. 
Anoint us, O God, with your fresh oil. Father, O God, fill us, O God, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. For your word says, if we who are evil, we know how to give good gifts to our children. How much more will our Heavenly Father not give us the Holy Spirit? If we ask for them, we pray for the Holy Spirit. That, O God, you fill us, Lord. Fill us, O God. Fill us, O God. Fill your church. Fill your church. May we not be powerless. May we not be weak, O God. May we not, O God, in the name of Jehovah, be sleeping people. But let there be a revival by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. For you have said in the latter day, you shall pour out your spirit upon every flesh. Pour it upon your church here in Kodesh, Louisville, Lord. Pour out your spirit, Lord. Pour out your spirit, O God. We bless your holy name. We magnify you, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Have your seat before God. Have your seat before God. Have your seat before God. Let's take a testimony. Let's take a testimony. Put your hands together for the choir. Oh, you can do better for the powerful choir. What a grace. What a grace. What a this grace. lady went home and found her father who just suffered a stroke and could not talk. Uh, grandfather. Can you share the story? Um, okay. Very powerful blessing when our bishop was in the Philippines. Many miracles, signs and wonders. I believe that, you see, these, we are, we are partakers of that grace. Amen. We are partakers of that grace. I believe God that a day is coming, we'll see major miracles in this place. It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And it shall come to pass major miracles. Amen. We bless the Lord for a powerful praise and worship night in Evansville. Amen. Hallelujah. If you were not there, you missed a whole lot. This year was at another level from last year. Amen. I'm told about 73 people were there and then five people gave their life to Jesus Christ. Oh, it's, you are not excited about souls. Hallelujah. I said five people gave their life to Jesus Christ. It's a good place to put your hands together. Amen. Which tells me that it was all worth it. It was all worth it. Amen. Amen. That we traveled two hours for five people to give their life to Jesus Christ. I believe that heaven is excited with us. Amen. Amen. Very powerful praise and worship. Powerful instrumentalist. The atmosphere. The atmosphere. One of the patrons got up and said that, you know, if you've never been to a Pentecostal place, this is the real deal. This is the real deal. Amen. And we bless the Lord for all the wonderful things that he's doing. Amen. In USI. Hallelujah. The first love in USI. Amen. I believe that the Lord will lead us. We're going to start going to the campuses for Ghana's praise and worship night. Hallelujah. As our, our personal outreach. Amen. MD, it's going to be a lot of work on us. But we go to University of Louisville. We go to UK. Every university here, 
we would enter. Hallelujah. Oh, we have come to come and worship the Lord. And Bible says that if we lift him up, he will draw all men to himself. Hallelujah. And I believe that it's about time. God is pouring out his spirit upon every flesh. Not some people. Every flesh. And therefore, everyone that is willing, everyone that opens their heart, God definitely can use you. Can I have an amen? amen? Because God chooses people who are unbelievable. Time I, I think about God, you know, it's just like, you know, some of us he has called and then he's using. It means that he has room for many more people. Tell the person by you, 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 God has room for you too. Tell them just in case you don't know, I am telling you. I'm here today to tell you that God has room for you too. Hallelujah. Tell them that don't think you don't have a talent. You have a talent. I tell them, look at the way you are even smiling. That alone is a talent. So those of you who are not smiling, now smile. Hallelujah. Because some people are smiling. Hallelujah. My brother, what is your name? Tamba. Tamba, God has a talent for you. Look at fine gentleman. God has something for you to do. Hallelujah. But God is looking. He is always looking our way. And then we are all looking elsewhere. It's like he said, brother, come. Then the brother you are pointing, he is looking back. Because he feels that the call is not for him. It's for somebody else behind. Hallelujah. But God has called you. In John 15, 16, he said that you didn't choose me. But I chose you and I ordained you that you go and you bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. So every Christian must be fruitful. Every Christian must learn to use the talent that God has given. Hallelujah. Because God, he gave gifts to men. Everyone sitting here has something. Can I have an amen? Who doesn't think that God gave them anything special? Now the church is quiet. <laughs> Can I have an amen? amen? But God gave you a talent, so use your talent. What is a talent? A talent is a gift that has been given to you that you don't even deserve. Or you did not do anything to deserve it. You didn't have to pay any price. It's a gift. A talent is a gift. Can I have an amen? So what God has given to you, it is not something that you work to earn it so that you can say that, you know, this thing, because it's okay that sometimes when you, you go and do hard job and you get your money, you say that I want to keep this because this is for me. But when God gives you a talent, you did not work it. It's a free gift. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. It is endowment. God endows you with something. He has endowed you with it. When you take a woman, a woman has a very nice shape, have breasts, they have behind, it's God has endowed them. You don't have to pay a price to have it. Then when you see some guys, they have flat bottom, it's like flat bottom flask. God has endowed that with this. We don't have to fight for it. Imagine that you saw your pastor and then your pastor has something behind him. You say that this pastor, something is wrong with him. Because God endowed us with masculinity. We must look like men. Be proud that you look like a man. And be proud that you look like a woman. Because it's a gift. God has endowed us with such gifts. Hallelujah. A 
anything that you do effortlessly. Some of you, it is just natural. It, I mean, it's just natural to sit behind the computer and the thing has come out. Some people too, it takes one week even to be able to hit that. You have been endowed with it. Somebody else can study and study and study, but they will not get to that level. Watch our kids when they pick up a phone and when they are sending the text message, the youth of today, when they are sending the text, it looks like their, their hand is already positioned in the way to go like... You, you go, A, where is B, C, then you go back. Is that because your spelling, as you are typing, you are focusing on the typing and you are making some errors. So God has endowed us with many things and many talents. And what is going to happen that on the judgment day, it is going to be all about the trading. What did you do with the talents that I gave you? And this is where the difference will come in. People who have been unfaithful, gift that God has given to them. And people who have been faithful to the gift that God has given to them. It doesn't matter that you're a very nice person. It doesn't matter that you do good things for people. It doesn't matter that you are paying your tithe. You are, you are putting money into the church. It doesn't matter. God gave you a, and you don't use the gift to advance his kingdom. On the judgment day, you are ungrateful servant. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So use your gift to help the church. Use your gift to help the pastor move the church forward. If everyone here is using their gift, 200 members by the end of this year, it will be something that will be very easy. But what is your contribution? Why there is a saying that little drops of water makes a mighty ocean. Bring drop let me bring my drop and as all the drops come together we will be able to create an ocean but you are holding on to your drops hallelujah you need to use your time to help the church move forward because this is the house of god and when you build the house of god god will also build you a house In the book of Haggai, the people were saying that it was not time to build the house of the Lord. But it was time for themselves, you know, for, for them to build nice houses. Create, you know, wealth for themselves. And the Lord said, hey, you have forgotten who gives you the power to have wealth. Because wealth and riches belongs to the Father. Then he said that, okay, I will show you. Then he goes on and he says that you eat much, you are never full. Because if the Lord does not allow you to eat, you cannot be full. Hallelujah. He said, and ye have what? Sown much and bring in very little. You do over time, over time, over time, and all to see that at the end of the day, the taxes is more than the hours you put in. That is the word of God. Practical teaching. That you so much and bring in little. You eat but have what? Ye have not enough. Ye drink but what? what? Ye are not filled with drink. You are always drinking but you are always thirsty. 
Because it's only God that satisfies. Nothing else in this world satisfies. It's only God that satisfies. It's only Christ that brings meaning into our lives. Are you still here? He said that what? Ye clothe you, but there is what? There, there is none warm. It's like as the winter is around the corner, you can wear long john, short john, johns, plus jackets and layers and upon layers. You are going and you are still freezing inside. Let me tell you, God is working against you. Can I have an amen? And he said, he also, he said that, and he that earn wages, earned wages to put into a bag with holes. Hey! You only go to work to get the money, and then when you come back, you put it in pocket that has holes. So as you are walking, the thing is dropping, and people are picking it. May that not be your story. I said, may that not be your story. But listen, the reason why God was angry and this word of the Lord came to Haggai is because of the fact that the people said that it is not time to use their talent to build the house of God. It was not time to use my strength. Young people who can stand in the gap and pray, you are sleeping. People who have nice voices, who can sing in the choir, you just sit down and admire and criticize. It will be a case of what did you do with the gift that I have given to you. Are you still here? You have gone home. Some of us, if you look at the perseverance and the persistence with which we entered America, hey, if you can use that same zeal for the Lord, I believe the kingdom of God will change. One brother went in a boat, a ship. They cast him into the sea. He appeared on another shore and got back into the boat to arrive here. It was in the engine room. They call it stowaway. Is that how they say it? Some of you did everything that you could just so that you get that visa to get here. But let me tell you, that gift, that gift that made you stay awake all night just to fill papers so that you can have an opportunity, God has need for that talent. Can I have an amen? amen. We should never feel that God does not deserve the best. We give all our strength to the world, your workplace. They are very much appreciated. But when you come to the church of God, it's as though you know nothing. May the Lord have mercy on us. Are you still here? So today I want to talk to us, still preaching from my father's book, our prophet, our bishop, and some of these books are in the bookshop. Talking about reasons why people do not use their talent. Reasons why people do not use their talent. Hallelujah. As of now, everybody knows that everybody has a talent, right? You have something. But what are the reasons why people do not use their talent? Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25, starting from the verse 14. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you when you come to church, take notes. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 5 and from the verse 14. 
He said, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants. He called his own servants. He called his own servants. He called his own servants. Christ has called his own servants. He has chosen us. He has called his own servants. Can I have an amen? amen? And delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Which tells me that everybody has an ability. Can I have an amen? He said, every man according to what? His, according to his word, several ability. Everybody has an ability. My ability to do things may be different from your ability to do things, but there is ability. That is why we all don't look the same, but we are all human beings that God has made. Can I have an amen? So he gave talents to his own servants, every man according to his abilities. Hallelujah. So God has endowed every one of us with some form of ability. And we must appreciate what God has done for us. Can I have an amen? amen. So we continue. Which verse are we on? Then he that received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them at other five talents. And likewise he that received two, he also gained other two. But he that received one went and dig in the earth and hid the Lord's money. Wow. The talent has been converted to money. Something that is valuable to us. Hallelujah. Which is also valuable to God. Can I have an amen? amen. Are you still here? But he that received one went and dig the earth and hid the Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of the servant cometh and reckoneth with them. Hallelujah. So God has given us these talents. And his expectation is that when he comes, that's what I'm saying, that on the judgment day, when we all appear before God, that is when the master has arrived from that long journey. And the question is going to be, what have you done with the several ability that I gave to you. Are you still here or you have gone home? Let's continue reading. What verse are we on? Verse what? Verse 20. Okay. So 20. So he that had received five talents came and brought what? Five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you a ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have what? Make, I will make you ruler over what? Many things. Enter the joy of the Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I know you to be a hard man, 
reaping where you have not what scattered verse 25 and i was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground look there you have what is yours what a shock tell somebody what a shock what a shock the master is traveling and gave talents to all of us one of the things is that true joy in this life is the joy that Christ gives to us. When he said, thou good and faithful servant, enter into my rest. He said, enter into the joy of the Lord. You can be happy but have no joy. Because some people, their happiness is based on how much money is sitting in their bank account. That's why we sing the song, the joy of the Lord is, is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It is the joy and when you use your gift to, to, to advance the kingdom of God, God gives you joy in addition to the happiness. Because there are many things that we think bring happiness to us. Some of us sit here, you feel that when you get married, that is when you are going to be happy. But we who have been married, we will let you know that your happiness should not be only in your marriage. Married people, can I have a wave? You have to have the joy of the Lord before you actually marry. Because if not, you'll be disappointed in marriage. And when we went to church, pastor said that we should not marry again because marriage, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that God gives us joy. And you must have the joy of the Lord before you actually seek after the things that you think will make you happy. Because since you have been trying to become a millionaire, you have not arrived. And that means uh, what you are seeking to have that happiness is sometimes it's very far away. Sometimes you even receive it that you don't know how to handle it. Some of us sitting here, if God should drop one million dollars in your hands, you will not know what to do with it. Because you have not been faithful with little. So you will not know how to be faithful with much. How many of us think that is true? If the Lord gives you one million dollars right now, you begin to think, ah, you know, let me change my car. Let me change my shoe. Let me change my suit. Let me change my menu. It's like, you, you, by the time you would realize, say, oh, you know what? When they play keyboard, it's nice. I want to buy all the set of instruments and put it in my garage. Meanwhile, you don't know how to play. But the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is so important. And we see from the scripture that we read that when it's all said and done and we appear before God, if you are faithful with what God gave to you, that is when you enter the joy of the Lord. Is somebody still here? So everybody has something that they can use to advance the kingdom of God. God has endowed everybody sitting here with something, including me. Don't say that he's the only one that can preach. You also can preach the word of God. If you pick our father's book, our prophet's book, you can also preach. Because I'm reading to you. So reasons why people do not use their talent, number one, is fear. Number one is what? Fear. Fear. Hallelujah. So when I say fear, it's, it sounds more powerful. When I say fear, it's... 
It's like a lamb, but fear me is like a lion. Fear. We don't use our talent because we are afraid. Some of us, you, you don't want to sing in public because you feel that your voice is not nice. But God knows why he gave what you have. Hallelujah. So in 25, 25, he said, that, he said that, and I was afraid. And I went and I hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast, that is thine. I was afraid. Many people are not using the gift that God has given to us because we are afraid. What are we afraid of? Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. In First Timothy God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So anytime fear makes you think that you cannot do something for God, remember that God has not given us the spirit of fear. The fear, fear, God has not given us the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. He has not given us the spirit of fear. Give me the verse to 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given us what? The spirit of fear, but of what? Of power and what? Of love and of what? Of a sound mind. Sometimes when you are afraid, you don't have a sound mind. You cannot take a decision. When you are sound upstairs, it's like you are filled with fear. Fear is not of God. Anytime you are afraid of doing something, know that faith has been diminished and fear has set in. One time I heard, fear is false evidence appearing what? Real. That thing is not true. But sometimes you can be afraid. But have faith in God because faith will overcome fear. Whatever you want to do in this life, whatever you have to do in this life, master courage and don't be afraid. Our bishop talks about when the time came that they had to start a church. His main assistant suggested that they should not start it in the main city. They should go to a little bit to the outskirts just in case the church does not work. Nobody can laugh at them. But lo and behold, they took a step of faith. That is why without faith, it is impossible to please God. God responds to our faith. Whatever you have faith in, you would have it. People, are, our bishop was preaching recently and he said that people who have faith, who believe in that they will live long, they actually live long. People who are afraid that the same sickness that killed my mother, that sickness is going to kill me, they die early. Because faith moves God. So whatever you want to become, have faith in it. Have faith in it. Believe that the Lord who brought you here, the same God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Are you still here or you have gone home? Fear is an evil spirit which paralyzes Christians. It makes you feel that you cannot do anything. It makes you feel that you are worthless. It makes you feel that what you have is not significant. But remember a few weeks ago what we have been studying about. God calls people who have inferiority complex. God fears people who are fearful. God calls people who feel that they have nothing to offer. Those are the people that God chooses. And I thank God that he has called all of us to do something for him. Hallelujah. Let fear not paralyze you. When myself and my wife we were sent to come and start the church, when we came, every Sunday we think about, no, let's take it to the next week. 
Let's take it to the next week. Then we're going to have a, a, a conference in, was it Sandy Cove in Maryland? We said that by all means, if we go, they will ask us that, have you started the church? So that Sunday, we are just going to meet just for meeting's sake. Because fear had entered our hearts. But we just took a step of faith. And lo and behold, that is the reason why we are all sitting here. It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Say goodbye to your fear. Say goodbye to your fear. Have boldness. Have confidence. Young person, don't let anybody push you down. You are able. You are capable. Because God has given you a special ability. I want to encourage the young people to rise up and begin to work for God. Rise up. Use your energy. Use your strength. There are some old ones who feel that they don't have the strength. But don't let them slow you down. The blood that is flowing through me is as young as anything you can feel. Because I will not allow you to retire me until the Lord retires me. Hallelujah. Second reason why people do not use their gift is hiding your gifts. A lot of us say, oh, you know, I'm just observing. I'm just observing. I'm just observing. Even though you may see people doing the thing that you can do, join them to do it more effectively. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. When you go to your job place and there is a manager, it doesn't mean that because the person is a manager, you should put your thinking ability down. You also have to reason and sometimes make recommendations. If they take it, fine. Are you still here or you have gone home? Some people are specialists in concealing their gifts. When we go into other circles where people know you, they said, hey, this guy is powerful. This lady, wow, she can sing. Meanwhile, where you are, where you are fed, where you are benefiting from, nobody knows that you have that gift. Many people are hiding their gifts. Many people are concealing their gifts. In the same 25, he said that I was afraid. And because of that, I hid the gift that you gave to me. I hid that one talent. And therefore, here is it. What you gave to me, I'm bringing it back to you. May the Lord have mercy on us. Hallelujah. Don't hide anything that God has given to you. Ask the person sitting by you, what are you hiding? What did they say? What are you hiding? What have you been hiding? What gift have you been hiding? What can you do that you are not doing? I mean, some people are so organized. Eh? When you go to their workplace, the way they organize things, and someone can pull data from every corner. Meanwhile, the church has a data place that we have to pull data. Can I have an Amen. Some people know how to decorate. You know, we visited some church members. When we enter, we ask ourselves, did they do this by themselves or they hired an interior decorator? Meanwhile, the church of God looks so dry. Someday, the Lord will ask you. Because that little flower pot that you put here, 
is what can even touch during the, the, the worship. They just see and then immediately they see the flower. Their eyes go up and they see God. That could happen. Because once Solomon built the temple, he decorated it perfectly that the glory of the Lord descended. So decoration in the house of the Lord, it matters. I'm dialing some numbers. It's your phone number. Pick it up. Because everybody has abilities. Perhaps you are afraid that somebody will criticize you. It is okay. It is okay. It is okay. When we started preaching, they criticized us. Man, he doesn't have verses in his preaching. It's okay. Let them criticize you. Because God knows that you are a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. I'm telling you, I am a work in progress. I am a work in progress. Those days when you preach, you do an altar call, nobody comes forward. I'm a work in progress. Because if you are faithful with little, God would always do something to encourage you. Don't be afraid of people that will criticize you. Especially even people who knew you in your past. You've had a, a certain kind of lifestyle before. But because of the blood of Jesus, you are not who you used to be. The things that you used to do, you do them no more. God has brought you far. God has been so gracious. And now, even you, you have your sanity back. Even you, you can, you can dress and cover your whole body. God, God is good. God is very good. Hallelujah. Amen. I was listening to a testimony by one brother. He said he, he smoked weed. He smoked uh, to the extent that when he's walking on the road and he hears music playing, something is telling him that take off your clothes and dance because he was a soccer player and at the same time he liked to dance. He said, take off your clothes and dance. The only reason why he never did that is because he was famous in that area. So he didn't want people. So he moved to another city and still the voice was following him until there was a crusade by Bishop Dag. And he said that as Bishop was praying, he said that wherever you are sick in your body, place your hand there. He didn't want to put his hand on his head because then he said, Bishop said after that that if you don't know where your sickness is, put your hand on your head. Then he put his hand on his head. He said immediately after that short prayer, all of a sudden, all those voices went away. As we are talking right now, he's in the Bible school. Yeah. It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. The same energy. He used to be a supplier since high school, a supplier of drugs. He's now using the same thing to supply the gospel to people. Whatever you have been in your past, whatever you used to be, remember that that was a preparation for you to actually use it in your now. It's a gift and a talent you can use for God. And so don't hide it. Tell your brother, don't hide it. That I'm watching you closely. Don't hide it. Hallelujah. Number three, the third reason why people hide their gift is a fault-finding attitude. Hey! You always find fault with somebody. Husbands were always finding fault with their wives cooking. The salt is a little too much. It's a little, there's a one brother. 
when he was learning how to drive. His first driver's test, they say he did not stop at the stop sign. They failed him. The second time, he was going too fast. They failed him. The third time when he was going too slow, they failed him. It's like everything that he did, somebody was finding fault with it. Don't be someone who finds fault with people. Are you still here? Because in the verse 24, look at what he said about the master. I mean, even if you did not work with the gift that God has given to you, don't say such things. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a very hard man. You're a very difficult person to work with. You're very difficult. I mean, this leader is very difficult. Everything is very difficult. See, you are a very hard man. And he said that what? And thou repeat where thou have not sown. It's like, you, you, your mind is monkey, they work, babu, they chop. You will not go and work. I should go and work, then you, you come to the payday, and you say, bring your paycheck. Listen, the gift that God has given to you, you didn't work for it. So you should not have this fault-finding attitude when it comes to God. Hallelujah. Instead of getting involved with the work of God, we are always finding fault. Listen, if you want to find fault with somebody, you would definitely, it will not be difficult to find fault. But if you spend all your time trying to find fault, that this person is this, this person is that, this person is this, this person is that, you use all your energy, focus on the person's fault, and then you neglect the gift that God has given to you. Are you still here? It will not be difficult at all. But remember that God never chose angels. Do I look like an angel? No. God never chooses angels. He chooses people who are not eloquent. God chooses people who are unbelievable. People cannot even believe you. Imagine the day that you see our brother Chris standing here preaching the gospel. You may not believe it, but God chooses anybody who will avail himself. Receive it. It's your portion. Yeah. Receive it. Are you still here or you have gone home? Because there are a lot of hypocrites in the house of the Lord. But God is not looking for perfect people. It's okay that sometimes what they do, you cannot believe it. But don't focus on that. You to use what God has given to you to advance the kingdom of God. Leave God to be the judge. Don't be the judge. Leave God. Leave God. Let God be God. And you be human. Let God be God. If you want to find fault with your pastor, you will find 110 reasons why you should not come to this church. Even the way he preaches. He's so full of himself. And he will be preaching and he will be saying that he looks fine. <laughs> you find so many faults. But God does not call perfect people. Hallelujah. God does not call perfect people. Because God did not call angels. Angels even, angels would love to be like us. 
Because when they look at us, they can't understand how that God loves us. Because Bible says that, what is man that you are so mindful of him? The son of man that thou visited him. It's like God is always visiting us. God is always visiting us. God is always visiting us. God cares about you. He cares about how he made you. He cares about what he has deposited in you. That is why he still keeps giving you another chance. He still keeps giving you another chance. Somebody rise up, open your eyes, and see that God has blessed you. Look to what God has given to you and use it to advance his kingdom. Don't be the type of person who looks at them and says that these small young young pastors, they have come, they are all thieves. Maybe it's not you, but you have heard somebody say it before. These young, younger people. Somebody says, I will not go to a church that I'm older than the pastor. There's something wrong with you. Because God is pouring out his spirit in the latter days upon every flesh. And you see, God is very charismatic. God is dynamic. So when people come to the point they feel they are too old and they don't like change, God picks the younger ones whose mind will work. That is why when the disciples came to him and said that, who is going to be the greatest in the kingdom? He chose the little one who can believe everything that he said. He said, except you are converted to be like this little one, you will not enter. You will not enter. Except your mind begins to appreciate everything that God is doing. We are moving this way. We are all moving. Sometimes you just have to go with the flow, not knowing why we are going. It's not everything that you must ask, ah, but why are we singing this song? But why are we doing this? Why is it that now the announcement is being done by this person? Why is it that now that when the choir is singing, they face this way, they don't face this way? Anything you begin to ask, why, why, why? You lack faith in that particular thing. And if you lack faith, it is impossible to please God. Can I have an amen? amen? Is the word of God coming through to us? Amen. Don't look at my fault. Oh, I'm preaching a good message. Oh, I said I'm preaching a good message. Amen. Don't look at my fault. I'm preaching. Hear the word of God. Hear what the servant of the Lord is saying. Don't look at me, but hear the word of God. Because it is the word of God to his church. Are you still here? Yeah. In Luke chapter 6 verse 41. You are ignoring what is in your eyes. They're trying to find what is in another person's eyes. God is merciful. And God is kind. Hallelujah. Regardless of who you are, he can find something for you to do. I want to challenge everyone that is here. Get involved in the work of God. Release your children. Release the young people. If you keep your children, you will lose them. The one great thing that God has done for us is to get our children involved in the work of God. As you see her taking pictures here, she can go to college, fall in bad company. The very day she comes to church and remembers, I used to take, God hits the default button. She's brought back to where she began. Let us allow our young ones to learn how to play the instruments. Because when they go way, way, way away from your teachings, the day they come back and they put those very hands on the very keyboard they used to play five years ago, God in his mercy and his kindness will hit the default button. That child who has left and has gone very far will just come back to where they left. And the mercies of God continues. 
So don't think that you are protecting your children. I want my child to dance ballet, you know. Come here, we'll teach them how to dance ballet. I want my, my child to speak Espanol, Spanish. So Saturdays when they're supposed to be here, they're going for Spanish classes. When the devil strikes, the devil he speaks Spanish, speaks French, he speaks the local dialect, which that child does not understand. And the child will be confused. But when the doctrines, the gift that God has given to them, we nurture it in the church of God and they can link it immediately to spirituality. And those children will not lose them. Hallelujah. Do you believe what I'm saying? You believe what I'm saying? Someday, Brother Sam, our children, they will serve the Lord. Your daughters will be singing in the choir. They will be reading announcements. They will be doing all sorts of things. Our sons will play the instruments. It shall come to pass. We will see it with our physical eyes. Nature those gifts. Nature those gifts. Don't find fault. Fault finding attitude can cause you not to use your gift. Are you still here? Number four. Despising the type of gift you have. Despising the type of gift that you have. The pastor, I can sing, but it's not as good as praise sings. Everybody has their different level and their different grace. Hallelujah. Do you know that there's no church if there's a pastor and there's no congregation? Right? If you don't show up in church, I have no worth. I would just preach to the chairs. But the chairs cannot do anything with the worth. Can I have an amen? amen? So do not hold back what God has given to you. Are you still here in the verse 24? Look at it. It said that then he which has received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed, or, you know, reaping from where you have not sown. Hallelujah. So what he was trying to say that this person was despising the type of gift. He said that when I saw, when I saw the gift that you gave to people, you gave some one person five, you gave one person two. Why is it that me you gave me one? Have you heard that thing before? Is it because that they feel that me I, I, I can't handle it? No. God gives us gifts according to our several abilities. You'll be surprised. If you put our brother Paco on the bass guitar, that day church service will not happen. Because playing drums and playing the bass guitar, they are two different things. According to his several ability. If we put brother Cephas on the drums, he can play, but it will sound totally different. Because according to several abilities, but put him on the bass, and you will know that the bassist has picked up the bass. Are you still here? Are you still here? Is it a type of gift? Why is it that this person can sing? But I, I'm the only one who has to be the usher. God has given us different types of abilities. Maybe the way God has endowed you, the grace he has given to you, you have that welcoming ability, so you have to be in the front. I mean, I can read announcement. Yeah, you can read. Everybody can read announcement. But at this time, you are not the one that has been chosen. Can I have an Oh, me too, I can preach. Yes, we know you can preach. But at this time, God has chosen a pastor called Harold. Your time will come. Yeah. Are you still here or you have gone home? 
Don't despise what you have. You are equally important as the pastor. You are equally important. The person that takes pictures, the person that controls my sound, if I joke right now, they will turn me off. And we'll see if you will hear. It's equally important. That's why every time I have candy, I tell them that, help me, I can give you candy. Or I direct you to candy man. Because everybody is equally important. If you don't sit on the front row and it's empty, it affects the service. Everybody is equally important. Can I have an amen? So do not despise that gift. Do not despise the gift that God has given to us. In Zechariah 4.10, who has despised our humble beginnings? Don't despise the beginning of small things because everything great does not start big, it starts small. That is why a tree starts like a seed. When you despise the seed and then you eat the seed, you will come to realize that there are not going to be any other. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hallelujah. Just appreciate who God has made you. Just the way you look, just the way you are. Thank God for who you are. Because God has a reason why he did not make all of us the same size. Or the same intellect. God knows the reason why. That is why all the fingers are not the same. You cannot say that because I'm the thumb, so I'm the best. Because if all you have is a thumb, what can you do? You cannot hold a fork, you cannot hold a spoon, you cannot do anything with this. You cannot. But if it's also not there, it's, it's not easy for you to tie anything without your, your thumb. So everybody is important. Everybody is equally important. Look at the person that is sitting by you. Tell them that you are important to me. Tell them you are important in the church. Tell them, oh, smile. You know, smile. Just smile. Don't be too, 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 don't be too stiff. I say you are important to me. You are important to the church. Hallelujah. Are you still here or you have gone home? I better end my message. Hallelujah. Who has despised the days of... Do you have a um, New Living Translation? Can we get New Living Translation? We don't have it. He said, who has despised what? This, the days of small things. Celebrate your smallness. Celebrate your smallness because your bigness is coming from the smallness. When you don't appreciate your smallness, you can never become big. If the church cannot learn to be, to be 50, you can never become 100. You can never, if you're not 100, you can never become 200. Hallelujah. Anything that instantaneously becomes big, it's easy for the thing to deflate. That is why riches that has no solid foundation, it amounts to nothing. Like you have won the lottery. Oh, it's just a matter of time. We will see that the thing that is sustaining the thing, it just comes down. Hallelujah. Yeah, new living time. He said, do not despise what? Small beginnings. For the Lord... Hey. <laughs> do not despise these small beginnings. For the Lord, what? rejoices to see the work begin to see the plumb line in the hands of Zerubbabel what God what he delights to see the thing begin he delights to see the day you said that I want to play the bass guitar the Lord delights in the day that he said that I want to join the ushers. The Lord delights in the day that you made up your mind that I want to join the church and I want to work in the church. The Lord delights the beginning. Who has despised our humble beginning? 
not despise. I said, do not despise. Do not despise the gift that God has given to you. Hallelujah. It is not an ordinary gift. Men may think that it is ordinary, but it's not an ordinary gift to God. God specifically deposited that grace upon your life. But the secret is, you first of all have to appreciate it. And from day to day, the Lord would help us. In Job chapter 8, verse 7, bring it up quickly. Say, those, though our beginnings be small, our latter end shall greatly increase. Amen. Hey! As you are walking in, people don't regard you. Those of you who are in school, people don't regard you. By the time they realize, they will say, Jack, you see a DR in front of your name. And somebody said, ah, where did this, this DR, did you borrow it? Said, so when I was going to school, you were not there. It shall come to pass. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? Though thy beginnings were small, yet thy latter end shall greatly increase. It doesn't matter how you start. It doesn't matter what you go through. But it is the end that you will see the glory of the Lord. Amen. May the glory of the Lord be revealed to his children. Amen. I said, may the glory of the Lord be revealed to his children. Amen. Number five, the reason why people is that they despise the smallness. Sometimes you think that your gift is too small. It is not significant. It is not significant. The next point is that people are lazy. They are lazy. Look at the verse 26 quickly. To, uh, Matthew 25, 26. Laziness. Laziness there. It retards us from being fruitful. 20, 26. Quickly, quickly, quickly. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked, slothful servant. Thou knewest that word. The word slothful. Lazy. Lazy. Laziness. Laziness can cause you not to. I don't feel like going to rehearsals. Today I want to sleep in. It's my only off day. Laziness can prevent you from using your gift. And many people are lazy. Ask the person sitting by you, are you lazy? Because you are not using your gift. Hallelujah. Ministry involves hard work. I said ministry involves hard work. To do anything for God, it involves hard work. You had to travel to Evansville and come back. We got here about 1.30 a.m. This morning, preaching must go on. You have to rise up and come and preach. When we finish, there will be teaching. Some people are taking exams. The work of God, it requires what? Hard work. If you don't want hard work, you can never do something for God. You can never do anything for God. Because God, eh? He wants to test your faith. He had Abraham carry his son Isaac. Go to a very far place. As they were walking to the place, doubts were, you know, he began to, you know, think about things. But he had faith in God. You will not just arrive. Have faith in God. And believe that what he has given to you is significant. So you will not be lazy. When you enroll in school, how many of us really love to study? There's some people here. You really love to study. That means studying is your thing. Yeah, it's a gift. Go high, as high as you can. Some of us, when we open the book, it's like pulling our tooth off. Yeah. It's difficult. But once you have enrolled, you know you are paying the school fees. You got to work hard. 
Every day you got to work hard. Every day you don't work hard. It doesn't matter that your IQ is the best in town. If you don't study, you will fail. It's not the most intelligent person that passes the exams. It's the person who has studied that material. A lot of I have students who come in when you are talking, they are folded their hands and they are, they are watching you. It's like, oh, I understand. You give them simple med math. Recently, one guy, just 10 questions. He just sat there. He looked at the thing. Uh, he, he, he looked at the thing. Uh, then, then he got up. We asked him why. He said, I know the test is Monday. Monday, I'll get 100. If you could not handle it today, on a Thursday, and then um, not even a single thing. He could not picture anything on the paper. It was like his mind was blank. Monday, it would take angels of God. Because it is a process. If you don't learn how to add one plus one, you cannot just come there and say that two times two times three minus four plus eight. You cannot, your mind cannot just work that way. Appreciate simple beginnings. Somebody sitting here, all it may take is to take the first step of getting your GED. That is a humble beginning. And then from that GED, maybe you go and get some uh, something, some training done. Then you are moving on. All will be here. Is that now, when they are calling the doctors, you also come. And people will say that, where did this one also come? He has been here because he has, he has been working hard and hard, hard. Do not despise humble beginning. Do not despise humble beginning. Don't be afraid to start something new. I challenge everyone here to go and register to school and start something. The Lord will help you. Believe in it. Believe in it. Believe in it. Believe in it. And the Lord will help us. Don't hide that gift because you are lazy. And the Lord will help us. Shall we rise to our feet? Wow. Oh, you're, is, you are even lazy about clapping. What a shock. Hallelujah. All right. Last time I said that, you know, sometimes when I'm preaching, people are quiet. Somebody told me that when we are quiet, it means that the message is really sinking. So I take it that the message is sinking. That is why you are cool. Even clapping, you can't clap. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is my consolation. That the message is powerful. That is why you are slow about clapping. Just lift up your hands and tell the Lord to help you. Tell him to help you to use the gifts. The gift, whatever gift he has given to you. Help him, help us, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, help us, Lord. Help us, O oh God. Help us, O oh God. Help us, O oh God. May we use that gift. May we not despise our humble beginnings, Lord. May we not, O oh God, overlook small beginnings. May we not overlook small beginnings. Because we know that, O oh God, in our smallness, our greatness is in our smallness. Our greatness is in that seed, O oh God. Our willingness and, O oh God, our availability, our availability. That is why you are looking for men that are available. You are only looking for yielding vessel. Therefore, O oh God, help us. 
Help us pray and ask the Lord, the Lord, make it clear to me whatever gift and talents that you have given to me. That I will not wait till I get to the end and I hear that wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I sowed not. But let it not be, let it not be. But may it be that you will hear thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Enter into the joy of my rest. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Come and be with me and come and dwell with me. Come and have, spend eternity with me. May that be our story. Kabo saindale mama shandolo boshinelebe. If you can use anything, Lord, you, you can, can use, use me. me. Oh, if, if you, you can, can use anything, anything Lord, you, you can, can use me. me. Take my hands and my feet. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart and speak through me. Touch my heart and speak through me. If you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Heavenly Father, if you can use anything, Lord, this should be your prayer. If you can use anything, Lord, lift up your voice and talk to him. If you can use anything, Lord, if you can use anything, Lord. You use the rod that was in the hands of Moses, Lord. And that rod became something very powerful. Father, I pray, oh God, if you can use anything. Father, oh God, revive the giftings and the talents, oh God, that you have placed in us. And use us, oh God. Use our hands, use our feet. Use our voice, oh God. Use our personalities, Lord. Use our minds and use our brains, Lord. Use our abilities. Thank you that you have no, oh God, just made us. But you endowed us with abilities, Lord. Whatever is a hindrance oh God to our availability we pray that oh God you will take them away give us the grace to overcome our fears give us the grace oh God not oh God to be fault finders Lord give us the grace oh God my God to step in Lord to step in Lord we thank you Lord use me use me Oh, use me, use me, Lord. Sing with me, use me, use me. Oh, make it a prayer to the Lord. Use me, oh, oh, oh use me, use me. Oh, lift up your hands to Him. Use me. My feet, mm, take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart and speak through me. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. 
if you can use anything if you can use anything lord you can use me father this is our prayer this afternoon if you can use anything for you choose the filthiness of this world the foolish things of this world to confound the wise we have not chosen those that are noble those that are righteous but you chose us just as we are oh god this morning we stand before you and we say that take the little talent that you have given us that one talent and give us the grace to use it lord i pray oh god may we not be barren because oh god may we not be ungrateful because oh god we just hide what you have given to us but open our eyes to see open our eyes to see the treasure that you are placing us my god for your treasure in earthen vessel your treasure in earthen vessel your treasure in us oh treasures that you have deposited in us my God may we not be ungrateful may we not abandon the call upon our life whatever we can do give us the grace to do it help us help us help us help us for as many that desire to be used of the Lord if you desire to be used of the Lord just place your hand on your heart I want to pray a special prayer for you you believe that the Lord has given you a gift and a talent to use to advance his kingdom. Just place your hand on your heart. Father, oh God, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray. I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray. Give us a changed heart, oh God. Give us a transformed heart, oh God. Give us, oh God, a transformed vision, oh God. To focus on the gifting that you have given unto us. In the mighty name of Jesus. My God, a renewed heart. A heart that loves you. A heart that appreciates everything little. A heart that is not fault finding. But a heart, oh God, that is yielding. A heart that is committed, oh God. My God, unto you, oh God. That all the days of our life. That we will dwell in your hearts and apply the giftings that you have given to us. Take away every fear. Take away every limitation. Take away every limitations, oh God. Take away timidity, oh God. And oh God, give us the boldness. Give us the boldness. Give us the boldness. When David came, oh God, and his brother asked him, To whom have you left the few sheep? He said that you are so arrogant. You are so full of yourself. To whom have you left the few sheep? Later did we know that his faithfulness in killing the bear, his faithfulness in killing the lion, even in the wilderness when no man was him. That was the beginning of him being appointed as a king. Father, give us that heart, Lord. The heart that David had, oh God. That God, even when men are not looking at us, we will use the little that you have given. And the little can become much. We thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. I pray for great grace upon your church. Great grace upon your church. From the pastor, oh God, to every member of this congregation. Endowed with great grace, oh God. Graces, Lord. To step into different dimensions of operations, Lord. To do greater things for you. Father, oh God, may we not be barren. May we not be fruitless, Lord. But energize us to step in, oh God. To step in. To step in. May we put our hands to the plow. My God, and glorify your holy name. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every eyes closed. Every eyes closed. Every eyes closed. If you are here, you don't have the Lord as your personal savior. Maybe you have been a Christian before, but you have left. And then you are in the world. 
you do things that God will not appreciate. You go to the club, you drink, you just sleep around, you do all sorts of things. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. It's not time to be ashamed of what people will say. It is between you and your God. If you're such a one, you need Jesus in your life. You want to say that, Lord, I give my life to you. I want you to lift your right hand above your head that I will pray with you. Don't be ashamed of any man. Lift the right hand above your head. You need Jesus in your life. 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 Lift that right hand above your head. Lift that right hand above your head. You need Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Pray with me. I need Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you send your son for me. I believe in Jesus. I believe that he died to wash me from my sins. So today, I invite you into my heart. Come and be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. We give you praise. Father, I bless you for this congregation. Thank you for all that you have done. And thank you for all that you are going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Bellrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.